0: Hey, Mamas, I'm Brittany, Mama to Seven, and the creator of The Deliberate Day. I'm devoted to sharing what I've learned along the way because no one understands overwhelm like a mom. And I believe no one is more deserving of some relief from it.
1: I'm Tiffany, Mama of Five, and I'm Brittany's trusty sidekick and idea girl. And if you happen to see a comment on your Instagram when you comment on Deliberate Day from Tiffany Dora Jane, that's me.
0: This is the Deliberate Day podcast. We are back with you today to cover part three of our food priorities series. We've talked to you about your why. We've talked to you about time. Now we're coming to talk to you about money.
1: So we brought it up in the last episode, the time-money paradox, right? Sometimes you have more time than money, and sometimes you have more money than time. And today we're going to talk about the money portion of that paradox specifically,
0: Money is one of those big factors in your meal planning, right? You can't really meal plan if you haven't stopped to consider how much money you have for meal planning. And sometimes you choose those priorities. Sometimes they're chosen for us.
1: And sometimes we have a little bit more to do with the choosing than we might think we do.
0: So considering these three categories, where do you fall And in all honesty, depending on your season, you may dabble in more than one of these or fall somewhere kind of in the middle.
1: So first we're going to talk about the penny pinchers. This is where money can be tight and you need to save as much as possible or money is available, but you are choosing willingly to spend as little as possible. Brittany, do you have some examples of this?
0: So... Really, I'm on the money is tight side. When we were first married and we had little ones, I babysat regularly for a really sweet family. And they would actually give us their leftovers because they didn't eat leftovers. And our budget was very, very small, about 35 to $40 a week. So those extra leftovers were a huge help to us. But during that time where we had such a small budget, that was one of our biggest priorities was trying to work within just that little amount of money.
1: Well, and doing that, I think, allowed you guys to do some really big things, like eventually buy a house. Yes, it did. And so, yes, part of it was not really a decision from you. You were working very hard and maybe making a little a little money. But, you know, so part of that was kind of your willingness to sacrifice now, for some bigger things that you wanted later.
0: Well, truly, to sacrifice and eat leftovers. I know some people don't like them. We actually did love them. They were delicious leftovers. But you know, we were sacrificing having a choice in what we ate instead of just eating what was given to us. And being able to, that dictated whether or not we might have a little extra in the budget that we could put towards other things, like buying a house.
1: Well, and I I think back to when we first moved into this area in Florida, and I had three little kids. My husband was in school and we had $40 a week to spend on groceries for all five of us. And Mm -hmm. I know in in other podcasts we've talked about, you know, did anyone teach you how to meal plan? No, no one taught me how to meal plan. So there were certain things that I knew I could buy, like the little package pizza doughs for 50 cents a piece. I started to figure out where stuff was cheapest, you know. Some weeks we could afford pepperoni to put on our pizza. Some weeks we couldn't. And those, those weeks were some of the most fun weeks that we ever had when my kids were little. But truly, like, we did not have that much money to, to spend on those things. And I think anyone who has older grandparents, um, my grandma and Grandpa Noble were coming up during the Great Depression and I think I'm a little bit older than some of y'all out there, but, um, and my parents were actually older too, but my dad grew up with a household that believed in very little waste or no waste. I remember my grandma telling me how you can boil eggshells for nutrients and all all kinds of stuff like that. And literally to this day, like my dad will come to my house when he comes to visit, he will go through the garbage and the recycling and take things out of either one of those that don't belong there and it's not because he's not doing well financially he absolutely is but it's because he has this mindset this value of wasting nothing mm-hmm. and so so maybe you're a penny pincher who really is choosing to be a penny pincher because you want your money to go somewhere else and that's I think more than whatever season you're in, the most important thing is to know why you're there, right? Why mm-hmm. and, and if it's a choice or if it's not a choice, just figure out, you know, am, am I doing this on purpose? And if this isn't exactly where I want to be forever, then you can think about how to get to whichever whichever level of food planning and grocery planning you want to be at.
0: Yeah, Absolutely. So we've got penny pincher, but then we've also got kind of the next step up from that is just being more budget conscious, where you want to eat well, but maybe on as little as possible. Maybe you have a little bit of room to play, but you would like to spend your money on bigger things.
1: So I think a really good example of this is when I was in my past life and working full time, I took a trip back to our home office one spring and ran into a co-worker who I had kind of met over the phone and she was really sweet and I was like hey let's go out to lunch and she said oh I'm sorry I can't we're building a house and I was like very young very very young and I was like what does eating out have to do with building a house that doesn't make any <laughs> sense like I don't get that I've learned a lot over the years y'all I have a house now I know that Really, whether you are like actively building a house or just living in a house that currently exists, you're always building a house, Mm -hmm. just so you know. Um, But she was choosing, making a choice, right? She wasn't a penny pincher, but eating out for her was that line where she said, no, no, I'm not going to go this far. I'm going to actually save for something bigger, which right now is so admirable. Like, I, I wish I would have had that knowledge back then.
0: Yeah, that mindset, definitely. Well, and for us, we're kind of in a little bit of the same boat because we're trying to save up for a roof replacement. And we would really prefer not to get into debt for it. So we've cut back our grocery budget just a little bit to make room to be able to set that money aside. Because when you're looking at your budget, a lot of times food and grocery budget is something you have control over whereas you can't choose how much you're paying towards your electric bill. You can't choose to only pay a little bit on your mortgage. Those bills are set for you. Your grocery budget going up or down, you do have control over.
1: And really, I think if you look, there are studies that they've done, but your grocery budget is the largest portion of your budget that you actually have control over generally. And I know for us, our grocery budget for seven of us, because I'm not quite the wizard that Brittany is, our grocery budget is actually more than our mortgage. Uh, it sits right at our mortgage or a little bit more, which is crazy to think that I could buy a house with what I'm feeding my people.
0: Well, and for us, it sits pretty close to it. <laughs> I can't.
1: Okay, guys, I keep lowering the table. We're going to put a video of all the times that I've lowered the table. That's like three today, and it's not even on purpose.
0: And it wouldn't actually be a big deal at all, except for the mics are attached to the table, so the mics keep lowering. Okay. And it's like a surprise every
1: time. We're like, what's going? Oh, okay. Uh, I just knocked you off of your thought right there.
0: That's okay. So room to play is probably where food is actually your biggest priority. Maybe it's all organic. Maybe it's exotic. Maybe it's convenience that is your thing and you don't mind paying for it.
1: And this, this is really okay. It's another thing where it all depends on what your individual values are. And the most important thing is that you are choosing to choose this. You know that you're choosing this and you're not doing it by accident by making 75 trips to the grocery store in a week. Like if, if this is your choice, man, own it and run with it.
0: Absolutely. We're looking at in this three-part series what you need to do to establish your priorities so that your meal planning is easier, that it goes smoother, and that you have a really good foundation to work from. So just to recap, as far as money goes, you're going to look at where you fall in the different categories. Are you in the penny pincher category? Are you in the budget conscious category? Do you have room to play? And depending on that category, what are your priorities while you're working within what your abilities are to actually pay for? And remember,
1: you can visit all of these areas at any given season, too, and move within them.
0: Absolutely, you're going to.
1: So today, this is what you need to do. Realize, we know meal planning is a very personal journey. Understanding your family's priorities is so vital.
0: Let us know how you like your free meal planner. And if you don't have one yet, you can follow us on Instagram at the Deliberate Day, And you can DM me, meals, just the word meals, And I will send you a link to the beautiful Meal Planning Printable that I created for you.
1: Before you go, hit subscribe and give us a rating. Ratings help so much in building a community where mothers feel seen, encouraged, and empowered.